0: On this week's edition, episode number four, we sit down with Gary Click, who's running for state representative, 88th District, for the state of Ohio. Here is what Gary had to say when I sat down with him about his ideas and goals as a state representative. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast with Gary Click. Hopefully you enjoyed this Episode. For more information on Gary Click, please like his Facebook page, Click for Ohio. And again, March 17th, voting day. Before you enjoy your St. Patty's Day festivities, please vote. And again, I'll see you next week. Gary Click, thanks for uh, spending time with us this afternoon, um, sitting down with us. Explain a little Absolutely, bit more yeah. about your campaign. Process. Oh, thank you,
1: Zach. Thank you. Certainly thank you for having me on. and I, I appreciate that, and I appreciate you getting the word out on, on all the candidates and so forth. So uh, my name is Gary Click, and uh, I currently serve on the Republican State Central Committee. Uh, I'm a pastor up in Fremont, Ohio. And I just believe it's the responsibility of every citizen in any way, shape, or form to be involved in their government uh, because, you know, once in a while I'll talk to some people and they'll say, well, I'm just, I'm not political, and I, I'm not into politics. And I always tell them, well, politics is into you uh, because, you know, and sometimes people get a, a, a bad feeling about politics and we all understand why uh sort of a joke somebody said one time I said well what is politics and you break it down to the root words you know poly means many and ticks are bloodsuckers so politics is just many (laughs) bloodsuckers (laughs) but actually the word is polis and it means a city or a community and when you're involved in politics what you're doing is you're just you're just getting involved in your community and uh one person said, uh, Pastor, don't get into politics because politics is evil. Well, why is politics evil? It's only evil if evil people are involved in it. And the more we draw good people out of politics, the more evil it's going to be. And it does get nasty. And we've experienced that. And we've, we've seen that. But when you see the the, the, the remedy is for good people uh, to get engaged and to get involved. Edmund Burke once said, all that is necessary for evil to prevail is for good people to do nothing. And so I began getting engaged and, and I got engaged to the level where I was asked by the governor to form a, an evangelical advisory council for the governor, which I did, and uh, and served as the chairman of that. And I was very happy making a difference in that and the Republican State Central Committee and uh, just doing some other things on my own. And then... Um, Mayor Sanchez sat with me. He said, or call He gave me a call. My, my phone lit up, and the caller right, ID said uh, it was uh, Mayor Sanchez, and uh, talked to him a little bit. He said, "Listen, I've been talking to a couple of people about this uh, state rep race. He said, and your name came up. He said, and um, I told them. I said, I don't think Gary's looking to run, but I think he can be convinced. And I said, you know, that's probably an accurate uh, assessment, Mayor." And uh, I thought, I'll kick the tires around. I'll pray about it, talk to some other people about it. And so I began to do that, Talk to a couple other uh, community leaders. And before I knew it, they were spreading the word, and people were coming to me saying, you know, are you going to run? And I said, That's pretty
0: good that you have a positive push, you know, people are supporting you. Yeah,
1: it wasn't me. I, I was not aspiring to this position. Uh, But one of the things, as a matter of fact, I think some people were frustrated. After a while, people started saying, why are you going to do it? I said, I don't know. I'm praying about it. I'm thinking about it. I'm talking to my wife and my family. Uh, But I'm not going to do this unless I'm going to go all the way. I know what it is to campaign. I've been on several campaigns. Uh, I've actually run before myself, and it's it's exhausting. It's it's physically draining. It's emotionally draining. Uh, you put yourself out there, and I'm not going to jump in and do something half. I never do anything halfway. When I do it, I go full throttle. 110%.
0: 110
1: 15 20%. have
0: when you go down into Columbus. Right. You're going to take that issue, take that concern that, it, that somebody may come to you with or an idea, and you're going to take it to the 110%, so that way you have – you're going to put all I think the biggest, focus, yeah, I think the biggest
1: problem I'm going to have is I'm going to take everything personally, because when I'm going down there, I'm going to say, how does this affect, you know, so and so's grandma? How does this affect, you know, uh, these people's children? You know, I, I, I said recently in an interview uh, with the AT, I said, listen, I want to put a face to every policy, uh, <laughs> excuse me, a face to every policy that I support or every piece of legislation that I sponsor. Uh, Because at the end of the day, I want to know, I want to be able to look at myself in the mirror and say, I did what was right for the people in my community. And so I'm going to do it full throttle,
0: just like you said. That's awesome. And that's good to have that momentum and that drive, Mm -hmm. 110%. Again, get things done, it's 110%. Um, Several issues that are on the ballot or just in general in ohio um the first one would be obviously second amendment oh yeah that is a hot issue you know especially with a lot of things going on around the country second amendment is a hot issue what is your take on second Amendment?
1: well uh, thank you for asking that that's a terrific question and what i will tell you is that i am an ardent defender of the second amendment Uh, i've got uh, the most second amendment credentials of anybody that is running in fact one of the i'm not going to name names but one of the candidates did not even fill out the questionnaires for buckeye firearms association or for the national rifle association uh, i did receive an a rating it's uh, actually it's aq rating because it's based on the questionnaire and unless you're an incumbent you know that's all you that's what, that's the highest that you can get as a, a non incumbent so i got the highest rating possible from the nra and from buckeye firearms Uh, One of the candidates did not even fill out the questionnaire, the other candidate got the same as what I did, and I I congratulate him on that. The difference is uh, that beyond that, even before this, you know, one of the things our church does is every year we host CCW classes, and and we teach people how to use firearms responsibly. I have a professional, a retired uh, lieutenant from the Sandusky City Police Department comes and teaches the classes, uh, teaches personal safety. Uh, teaches firearm safety. I've put my boys, since my boys were young, when they were in elementary, I put guns in their hands and taught them how to use them safely, took the mystery out of it uh, and taught them safety along the way. So I've got the credentials. I I even went to uh, Faster Saves Lives training, which is a part of Buckeye Firearms for uh, educators uh, to teach them how to safely use weapons in, in a closed
0: environment. That's awesome that you support Second Amendment. And now you're not just a Second Amendment user. You're also a Second Amendment educator.
1: Correct. You know, I, I don't teach the classes myself, but I we make sure that the people in our church are educated. I've had my CCW my entire adult life. Uh, awesome. And so.
0: the fact that you are they can come to your church and learn. And right. You have that educational experience at your church. Mm-hmm. Fremont is pretty good, too.
1: Yeah, and we'll have, we'll have about 20 people every year coming and go through that class.
0: All right. Another, um, if you guys have not seen... Your Facebook page or your website um, it says that you're pro-life
1: Absolutely in fact I am the only candidate uh, who fill out the even filled out the survey for Ohio right to life um, and I got their endorsement I didn't get their endorsement because I was the only one because if you're not good enough they're not going to endorse you anyway but I'm the only one that completed the only one and I, that surprised me when I found out but they t- I said I assume the other candidates applied and they said no they didn't even fill out the survey. And the truth is is they knew me by reputation uh, as a champion for life. Uh, I've spoken at pro-life events uh, in Northwest Ohio frequently. Uh, I have associated with pro-life leaders. I was with Governor Mike DeWine when he signed the heartbeat bill. And in fact, when I signed my petitions to run for office, I used the same pen that Governor DeWine used to sign the heartbeat bill. And in fact, I just saw this morning, there's a good piece of legislation that just went out uh, that is set up uh, preemptively so that if Roe v. Wade is shut down, abortion will be illegal in Ohio. And it, it, it hinges upon that, so that's the trigger is when Roe v. Wade is overturned, it will be illegal in Ohio. And the thing I like about it is because sometimes people uh, look at these things in a backwards sort of way and they want to punish the women, and I, and I don't believe in punishing the mothers. The mothers who, who are Uh, The victims of abortion are just that. They're the victims also because they're usually young, they're confused, they're bullied. 64% of ladies who have an abortion say that they felt coerced into that abortion. So it's a boyfriend who doesn't want to deal with it, maybe a husband, maybe even an abuser, and maybe somebody that's a victim of, very often a victim of uh, human trafficking, is taking this young girl in to get an abortion. And so what we do is when, when we make this illegal, we are protecting Uh, Those ladies, and so there is no punishment. There was another bill that actually I think maybe had some punishment for the ladies. I don't believe in that. What this bill says is is that there will be punishments for the physicians. And by the way, any physician ought to know better. They take the Hippocratic oath. Medical
0: license and the training. Yeah, they can. They
1: know that's a living human being inside of there. But what this also does is it allows the women, the mothers who had an abortion, to turn around and sue the physician who performed that abortion. And I think that's a good thing because there are many women, that, this has been studied, many women suffer from what's called abortion regret. And so after they've been pushed and coerced into this abortion, later they realize what they did, um, and they see other mothers carrying their babies. They see these ultrasounds and things, and they're like, oh, what did I, what did I do? And I always, I always believe and preach and teach grace, mercy, and compassion, never judgment on these ladies. But now these ladies can look and then go back and say, you know what? you did not give me all the information you did not educate me properly on what my choices are and now i'm going to sue you for misinforming me and leading me into that abortion and i think that is terrific and i would definitely stand behind anything that does that
0: that's good that you're pro life and uh, you know in that dark times that you support pro life Absolutely. We, we, su- we
1: support women all of the way. And, and the most, you know, and people, the, the the abortion advocates try to paint this as men versus women. The strongest defenders of life that I know are ladies uh, who tell me, and I, I mean, they come up to me and they tell me, listen, we know. And we want, you know, when you're a mother, you know. And we want to protect these young girls from being misinformed, from being bullied, from being pushed into that.
0: And that's good that you're pro-life, but you're you're supporting educating yes absolutely the women to understand what they're doing and people that don't do that would get punished every everything we do has got
1: to be with compassion
0: correct totally totally understand that um another um thing is the house bill 308 which is an ohio bill that allows right. for ohio
1: so so hb 308 just passed the house and i'm glad it did um the uh the ohio chamber of commerce opposed that and which disappoints me uh because hb 308 basically protects uh, first responders and and firefighters i was a law enforcement chaplain for 10 years i have the endorsement of sheriff chris hilton up in uh, sandusky county Uh, that's
0: a good sheriff by the way
1: he is an awesome sheriff Uh, he he has done great great things in our in our county in our community. I have a, a former police chief uh, for Fremont City, uh, Robert Dorsey, who is endorsing me as well. And like I said, I spent 10 years as a, as a sheriff's chaplain, and uh, law enforcement chaplain. And I was out on a lot of the ride. I went, I'd ride with him at least once a week when I did this. And a lot of terrible cases, a lot of terrible scenes. A lot of times, I was the one that gave. You know that bad news those death notifications and it was always hard to do that to, to give people the probably the worst news they would ever get in their lives and and police officers firefighters you know, paramedics first responders see a lot of horrible things and uh, and one of the what hb 308 does is it gives benefits for ptsd to those first responders and it was a big controversy for a lot of people they did not they said basically the chamber says we don't want to provide um, benefits for invisible injuries. And the the truth is, just because you can't. So you don't know what's going on in someone's mind.
0: Correct. And that goes back to mental health as mental well. Mental health,
1: absolutely. You know, and, and people don't understand. I, I used to teach in the Citizens Police Academy, and one of the things I tried to do when I did that as a chaplain was to humanize the police officer because it's easy to get mad when, when you get a speeding ticket oh, right. No, uh, or no. when you get pulled over for you know this or that or the other thing and most of the time when we see a police officer it's not the best times of our lives but you don't understand what they may have been through that day what scene they might have been on who they pulled out of a vehicle uh or what murder scene that they've been on i mean some of my guys Had to go into the woods and find these young ladies where their father, you know, took their lives and then committed suicide. And if you don't think, you think that just because they have a badge on, they don't feel that—that is absolutely not true. They feel that. Isn't everybody? I mean, we exactly badge or no badge, badge, uniform or no uniform. We all feel those things. The
0: day we're all human. And we all have emotion. And,
1: and the problem is, is a lot of times, you know, you and I can be looking at, at each other right now and say, hey, man, he's wearing a smile, he looks happy, but not know what's going on inside. Correct. And sometimes when people commit suicide and first responders have a high rate of suicide.
0: Right. And, and right now it's really high in law enforcement. Yes. Um, suicide. And, you know, there is, I know agencies are taking steps into preventing. Right. Absolutely. These things. But that's awesome that you support 308. And allowing first responders.
1: They deserve uh, those benefits. benefits. And they're out there. They're out there. Listen, they got my back. They got your back. And when when the time comes, I'm going to have their back.
0: That's awesome. Even, you know, be being in the first responder field and being on scenes and doing some media stuff as well, I do see a lot of scenes. And I've talked to a lot of officers. I have a lot of friends mm-hmm. in the first yeah, responder field absolutely. that would. That love that you supporting the House well, Bill 300. Great, wonderful. Well, you let so know. I got your back. Once you get in office, that's one of the top priorities you have, especially a lot of people that listen to this podcast are in the first responder field mm-hmm. or they know a lot of first responders because mm-hmm. you know a lot of people volunteer in Ohio, so it's not just the right. professionals, it's not the people that are getting paid, it's the person that you know is volunteer all the way up to the chaplains, even you know, mm-hmm. yourself. Oh, absolutely. You have know, dealt with that stuff.
1: Well, hopefully this is all taken care of before I get there, but if it's not, I'm gonna be on top of it.
0: Awesome, good. Um, once the other things that you, uh, today that was talked about, and if you were not attending, I will have some audio posted um, of his speech and here at the Good Shepherd Homes um, Voters Forum that was um, earlier today. Uh, one of the things you talked about was House Bill 401. Yes. Can you explain a little bit more about what House Bill Well, so H- Bill
1: 401 HB is? 401, it was a question that came from, from the audience, and, and I don't even know that I got to address that uh, because it was asked of somebody else. But the truth is, is I stand behind HB 401. HB 401, this has to do with the, the invasive wind turbines. And, in fact, on my page, uh, I did a, one of those live videos. Uh, I was in Toledo one day. And I just, uh, I, I asked uh, Google, I don't want to say it now, because she'll wake up and start answering me here. But <laughs> I, I asked, well, what's what's the tallest building in Toledo? And it was the fifth, third building and at One Seagate Plaza. And so I went there, and it's 411 feet tall. And most people understand that this whole deal with the anti-wind movement in Seneca County. And there are groups that want to bring in these. And they're not just the cute, small, little windmills. No, these are... Massive industrial machines over 600 feet tall. Keep in mind the tallest building in Toledo is 411 feet.
0: That's pretty tall. It's 600.
1: humongous. It is humongous. And they want to put, I think they wanted to put up to 300 of those in a 250 square, square mile radius. And there are a lot of so first of all they're, they're littering the landscape uh you can see videos of these things catching on fire all the time i i don't think there's a a, a unit in our county or in our district that can put out a fire 600 feet in the air
0: um i i know his, we we don't have airplanes
1: so so what are you gonna do and, and 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 the the blade failure on those things can throw debris outside of the setback limit that can go into a person's yard. It can go to the, you know if, if it's next to a home that's got a little playground or swing set. I mean, I don't want that. I wouldn't want that coming and hitting my grandchildren. I wouldn't no. want it busting then through. It,
0: th- that can happen at any time because it's twenty four seven. It's not like it's a windy day. Yeah.
1: The windmill you, is. You don't want point. it going through your windshield or through your yeah. kitchen window. Um, and, and, and those are just some of the things. You know, the wildlife, you know, uh, kills uh, the, uh, birds, you know, the bald eagles. And somebody said, well, you know, cats kill more birds. Yeah, they don't kill the bald eagles, though. Uh, or the bats, their lungs implode because of the vacuum that is there. And the truth is, is not only, I mean, there's so many things against them. Even at their best, you know, they're only 30% efficient. So what if I said, hey, Zach, I want to sell you this car. It runs 30% of the time. I wouldn't want a car like that <laughs> me either the only way these things exist is because you and I are paying for them through our taxes through tax subsidies uh, and they're not even uh, because they're supposed to be you know eco-friendly they're supposed to be green but they're not because then they have all these blades when these blades are no good and retired they get thrown into the landfills and, and they just they take I don't know thousands of years to, to even you know decay and, and it's just not worth it there's no actual benefit to these things but HB 401 says, you know, if there's a community that wants it, they can have it. But on the township level, the people have the right to vote on a referendum and say, we want these or we don't want these. The problem is a few people will profit, the leaseholders, a few people profit, but the whole community pays for these. And that's why the leaders in the Seneca Anti-Win Union asked me, and said, Gary, would you go and uh, testify in favor of H B four oh one which gives a voice to the residents in the community. I said I would be happy to and I, I was able to go and do that. I'm the only candidate who's done that.
0: That's awesome and I know Last year that was a big huge topic here mm-hmm. in Seneca County. Um the windmills I know Chris Eicholtz put and his team did a very mm-hmm. awesome job. Chris has endorsed me. That's awesome. Um he's from the Republic area, the east side of Seneca County. Um mm-hmm. His team did a phenomenal job at fighting off the Seneca wind farm here yes. in Seneca County. So, you know, he did his research. Mm-hmm. He spent hours and hours learning about this because he wanted to. That do entire
1: group deserves our thanks and our praise, every one of them.
0: That's awesome. And, and a fact that maybe the general public may not know is, when you call for say you, there's an accident at 19 and 224 mm-hmm. there's always crashes there all the time uh, as you can see in the paper right you know, on social media i've
1: seen some of them i was just i was just there the other day and there was an accident there
0: right there's a lot of accidents there so being a first responder you might have to call in lifelight mm-hmm. lifelight may not fly because of that. No, mile, they cannot spots. land within a
1: mile of uh, a wind, one of those wind turbines is what, what I so understand.
0: So when you think about mile, you've got to think air miles. Mm-hmm. It's a little different than us driving our car on right. the road. And air miles actually looks a lot bigger on paper. Um, for those who may have a drone license or have a FAA license may understand this a little bit more, but uh, one mile per wind turbine is pretty Large. Uh, if, so there's so if there's 300 accident, of them
1: in a 250-mile uh, radius, what does that tell you?
0: That's a lot. So if you have a crash at 19 to 224, and the first responders are calling for a lifeline, where would you land the lifeline? You would have to then go to the hospital.
1: And you know, sometimes minutes make the difference.
0: Minutes do make a difference, especially in a very fast-paced environment. You have you have minutes, seconds to decide what the next step is going to be.
1: And you know that as a first responder personally.
0: Yeah, You know, definitely you've got to make decisions quickly and fast. But that's one of my biggest takes with when farms is if I have to call a life flight or let's say Republic Fire to so call a life flight or Bloomville or Attica or Fremont or Tiffin, I mm-hmm. have to call in a bird for support because your life is on the line. Right. You, they need to get you up to Toledo or Toledo or Cleveland fast. You can't drive. So ultimately,
1: stuff. these wind turbines could cost somebody their yeah. life.
0: Right, and that's something that I would want to stress out there. Not only this.
1: could, but likely to.
0: Correct. You are correct. You know, definitely, seconds count. That wind term, what, how much money, or what is that wind turbine doing? It's actually causing a negative effect. Mm.
1: And it's just uh, not. It's just not negatives. worth it. It's just not worth it.
0: Correct. Totally understand. All right, um, moving on. Um, some of your campaign flyers, uh, you want to talk a little bit about your endorsements?
1: Yeah, so, so, you know, my opponents are great guys, but they get very upset about my endorsements.
0: You have uh, a lot here on the sheet. I mean, there's a that's, lot here. That's why they get
1: upset. Um, and like I said, they're nice guys, and I guess I guess, if they had all the endorsements, I'd be upset too, so I, I don't want to blame them for that. But it. it really an endorsement what it so so let's just add address What's this an endorsement? what is an for endorsement so an endorsement. i had a lady call me one time and say i, I hear my favorite candidate is not going to be on the ballot because uh, they're endorsing the other person i said no that's absolutely not true you can still vote for anyone you want sometimes people say well i don't need other people telling me who to vote for. nobody's telling you who to vote for every candidate is still on the ballot but uh, i'm in a position where i, I i've sometimes hire people and i sometimes fire people i i I have only had to fire a few people don't like it but sometimes it's got to be done but i've hired people uh and several times when i hire somebody you know what i look for is references i want to know who speaks highly of this person and what's always the best is if somebody that i know and i trust recommends them If someone that i know and i trust recommends them then that gives me good cause to trust in them myself and to hire them. Right. And so, an endorsement is nothing more than a reference. Uh, that's all it is. And, and now, sometimes people pay with endorsements, and they give you none of mine are, are paying me any money or giving me any money. They're just saying, you know what, I'm recommending Gary Clay because the truth they is.
0: Like- your views they like what you're supporting
1: they they like what I believe and they like my work ethic they see how effective I've been and they see what I've done they have seen me over a period of time investing in the community and so every one of these whether it's you know Mayor Sanchez uh, whether it's Sheriff Chris Hilton uh, it's Governor Mike DeWine or Lieutenant Governor John Husted you know Kevin Strecker in Bellevue or Scott Black and and uh, Clyde, Tyre, Tracy, and Woodville—you know—all of these different mayors. Every mayor that is endorsing uh, has endorsed me. Now, there were a few mayors who say, "You know, I just want to stay out of that, and I don't want to endorse." And I totally respect that from every one right, of them.
0: Especially, you know, in their position. Yeah, you know,
1: they, they can do they, they do whatever they feels right to them. But every there's—I am the only one that has any male endorsements almost every mayor in the community has endorsed me and uh, and then the auditor uh, jerry miller up in sandusky county not only she endorsed me but she's my treasurer and so so that lends a lot of weight uh to this you know uh, the auditor of the state keith faber has endorsed me he's watched me what some people locally don't know is the influence that i've had not just here in our district but i've had influence all around the state uh, standing up for values working for conservative Republican values. I'm the only complete conservative on the ticket. I'm not just a fiscal conservative. I am fiscally conservative, but I'm also a uh, I'm socially conservative. So I call that a complete conservative. But I have some Democrat friends who are supporting me. And they say, because, Gary, you're also a common sense conservative. And you know there are times when you have to work across the aisle, and you've got that kind of a personality and that attitude where you can. And, and that's what I've told some of my friends. I said, let's, uh, you know, that may be on the other side of the aisle, or even Republicans who have different views on me. I said, let's start with what we agree on. Start with what we agree on, because there's going to be things that we all can agree on. Let's work there, and then we'll work our way out to the things that we don't agree on problem in politics so many times is we start with what we don't agree on and then we yell and we scream and we moan and we complain to each other and then we can never get to the things that we agree on that can help the whole community and so I think if we start with what we agree on and we build relationships in those areas then by the time we get to the things that we disagree on we're able to have civil conversations and maybe to make some kind of a progress along the route.
0: You know in the politic world that's Bipartisan support, because you started with
1: mm-hmm.
0: agreements, working out to disagreements.
1: Right, and eighty-five percent of the legislation in Columbus is bipartisan. That does not make the news. You know what makes the you know listen. They they don't report on hey everybody got along. They shook hands. They went out to dinner, uh, they hugged each other and said good night. You know that, that doesn't get reported. What gets that, reported is something
0: doesn't get reported uh, in the mainstream media anyway.
1: No. Uh, so what they do is they want to report on the things where we're fighting or uh, people are bickering and going at each other. That's what makes the headlines. But if we're gonna get something done, you have to be able to look at the person that doesn't agree with you uh, and have a decent conversation. And so the people on the state level who have endorsed me and on the local level who have endorsed me, they've watched me do that. And you know, I, I'm, a, you know I, I'm a Trump supporter. I mean, in fact, I'm a 2020 delegate for Trump. I'm the only candidate that's allowed to even speak at the Trump victory events. Um, because of my endorsement, but at the same time, I have people that don't like Trump that like me. That's and, good.
0: I mean, people should see your views, see what you're supporting, and not just go by the general. Absolutely. You know, there's a lot of negativity out there all over Facebook.
1: And, and what it is, is, and what people talk about is, I say, well, how, how do you like the? You know, if you're pro, you know, you're pro-life. You like the fact that he's pro-life, absolutely. Do you like the fact that he appointed constitutional judges to the bench? Uh, to the Supreme Court and to the federal bench? Absolutely. Do you like the fact that, you know, the unemployment is down and jobs are up? Yes. I say, but you probably just don't like the things he says on Twitter and his strong language. And they go, absolutely, that's right.
0: And that, you know, that's today, that's 2020 and age. Social media, everybody puts everything on social yeah. media. so. And the truth know. is
1: we, we used to have a guy that tweeted and talked real nice but had bad policies. Now we've got a guy that's got good policies. He just is not always as nice as maybe he ought to be. I mean, a lot
0: of people would love to, you know, have him, you know, give up for Lent. Twitter, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of things out there that, you know, if he if he was sure. not on Twitter for, you know, 24 hours, Twitter would probably be sending him an email asking him if his password was. You Did know. you lose your password? Yeah. <laughs> so that's awesome, especially with the Wonder if he's ever here.
1: had to do a password reset. <laughs> I
0: I hope he'd call the CEO up and be like, hey, I need to reset my password. There this you is go. Uh, mm-hmm. Donald Trump. Um so your endorsements are yeah, can really you imagine good. what
1: his security questions are? <laughs> we can only imagine.
0: <laughs> we probably know, he's probably put it on Twitter. Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, anyway. Anyway. <laughs> um uh, Sheriff Chris Hilton. Uh, yes. awesome man up there in Sandusky County. For those of you may not know, um, he took over uh, a couple years ago. Mm,
1: twenty sixteen he was elected.
0: And he's not been there for almost four years. And he is done. A phenomenal job he's turned so the department with, around with 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 your support publicly with Sher- sheriff chris hilton is awesome um that man is awesome um i like how he's running the sheriff's office Thank he you. has a lot of positive he, things he is. um and i'm hoping that he has a with the seneca county race coming up that um he can work with that new person as well you know and, and, and sheriff hilton work. is
1: a collaborator he he likes to work with people he doesn't he doesn't go it alone uh, now he has a lot of strong views, a lot of strong ideas, and, and I'd have to say they're they're almost all right. You know, I mean, he took a department that was in disarray and put it back together, and he did so quickly. He not took not just uh, the
0: department, but the county functionality. So, absolutely, just going in there, not guns blazing, going in there with an open mind and just. Well, I know for I know for a mind.
1: fact he went in and he talked to all the, all the personnel when he took over, and he said, "Listen, everyone gets a fresh start." everybody always, gets that's a fresh a good start thing
0: to have when you come in new. Yeah. He, here are, you know, know he didn't are.
1: fire anybody just because they were part of the last administration he said you everybody gets a fresh start from today here are my expectations here's what I expect from you you know, you know show up to work every day do your job put the community first and I'm sure a few other things He said if you do that you'll have job security if you don't do that then you know right, and, and so and a lot and of that and, did
0: take place yeah, and you know that, I've. And, and so he, he, he solved he's the, Heather the Heather
1: office. Bogle murder quickly and promptly, and and let's just be frank, you know we, we had a prosecutor that was out of control, and uh, and Sheriff Hilton stood up, uh, took the leadership, and now he's gone, and I was able to be there just a couple of days ago when Beth Tesler was sworn in as our new prosecutor, and I what a what a relief, oh, what a relief that was for our community, but. Sheriff Chris Hilton was behind that. So he's a man of integrity and, and virtue. Uh, I learned a lot from him. Uh, and, uh, and to me, it was a huge honor when he says, OK, Gary, I'll endorse you. Uh, we, we spent four hours together having pizza talking about the issues that were important. I've committed to him and to other law enforcement to meet with him on a regular basis, routine basis, to hear their concerns, uh, to hear their feedback, and to be an advocate for them in the General Assembly. And that is something that I will never, ever, ever, ever back down on.
0: That's awesome. Um, Chris Hilton, love that man. I've never met the man.
1: You should. He would love to talk to
0: you. I I, I see the newspapers. I see a lot of people talking about a lot of positivity with that man. So that's awesome that he publicly supports you. Um, Here down here in the seneca county area you have uh tiffin councilman ken jones yeah you have a foster councilman uh greg cass absolutely both great guys and i didn't uh, i first met you at the foster uh, city council meeting that was about a month ago True. Uh, you gave your speech and your uh supportives and your ideas loved it that was awesome thank you so and much anyways um we're getting to almost to uh 30 minutes here has uh, it gone by that fast? It's pretty crazy when you just start talking.
1: That's a short sermon for me.
0: Yeah, yeah. We've been to a lot of speeches with uh, well, watching you and stuff like that. Um, again, thanks for coming down. Thank you for having me, Zach. Um, no problem. Again, March 17th, March, St. Saint Saint Patrick's, Patrick's Day. Day. So before you go out and celebrate, you got to go to the polls.
1: Absolutely. Go to the polls. And Obviously, early voting has already begun. So if you're an early voter, you know, remember to click the ticket for click. Uh, or somebody else said pick click uh, somebody else said it just clicks everybody wants to make puns based on my name uh, whatever it takes for you to remember click c-l-i-c-k please vote for me um, on st patrick's day or sooner and i would greatly appreciate it and i won't let you down
0: no problem anytime thanks for having uh, thanks for taking time out of your busy campaign your busy scheduling i know we're almost one or two weeks away from yes, March less than so two weeks thanks for coming down and um, hanging out With me today,
1: this afternoon. Hey, God bless you.